half hour from now. Two and a half hours, yeah. We don't have to talk the whole time. Oh, but you have you have past eight thirty mark. Yep. Let's go. All right, ding ding ding. Welcome to Man in the Ring. And this is Sean. I'm joined out of Northern Africa by my man Matt. Matt is an ex-professional boxer and ex-professional kickboxer. And the analogy that have his past and our mental health clinician past inspired us to do a men in the ring, encouraging all men, women, boys and girls get their mental health in the ring. Get your get your mentals right, Matt. How you doing, buddy? No, well, how are you doing, Sean? No, great, good. Great. No, it's good enough working through winter. It's annoying, but I'm convinced. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling myself I'm doing fine. Yeah, I mean, whatever. It's fine. I got fat over the holidays and now I'm working it off. It's like, oh, what a slug to be in a calorie deficiency. It's like, it's, yeah. it, I, whatever. It's just. Like low energy type of thing, but it's all good. How's your good. jujitsu? Yeah, he told me a little bit about it. Not good. Uh, learning a bunch of new stuff. It's kind of fun. Learning, practicing. Still not real good, but I mean, kind of happens when you start something new. So yeah, yeah learning stuff learn it and lose and get choked out actually i wasn't choked out today but i was i got close but a couple <laughs> couple arm bars i got arm barred a couple times but how's your uh you had an injured thumb for a while how's that feeling uh i think it's permanently deformed unless i decide to go get it fixed so oh really pretty cool pretty pumped about that do you tape it do you tape it up at all when you spar or no no it's it's, i mean i thought it was dislocated but i think it is actually broken so So it's just just healed in a wonky wonky way Mm -hmm. yeah so i got the life of a fighter yeah. It's strong yeah. enough to make a fist now, which is nice. Oh, that is nice. I uh I bunted a ball in baseball off of my right hand index finger and shattered the tip of uh, the bones in there. You know, it's just a big yeah. f- now it's even to this day, I was over twenty years ago for some big flat gross looking finger <laughs> just just funny how that works when you there's the you know some bones you can't really do much. you're you're just probably could have done something for but obviously if you don't know what it is you don't sometimes you don't go in and get it yeah, i've taken really decent care of my hands because they're important when you're fighting mm-hmm. and so those I mean, I'm not fighting anymore, so it's not like, right, yeah. you know, so. 
Right. But, I mean, I broke it. Actually, I didn't think about it, but I broke that same thumb in high school. Um, skiing, actually. I, I broke this pinky, saving my son's life, actually. <laughs> oh, really? And then uh, I just... I just broke my other thumb again, so doing jujitsu. So at least you're doing something cool. Yeah, I have a deformed index finger as well from playing the bad guy um, in the Navy. I used to play the bad guy. Oh. And then, um. So I was just shooting a bunch of people and got my finger smashed. Um, shooting people. Like in the uh, chamber? Or how'd you do that? I'm not sure exactly how I did it, but. Oh, it's in the heat of battle, someone got smashed. Yeah. And then, was it? It's probably not nearly as cool and flat as yours, but it's definitely flatter than my other finger. And then, <laughs> um, fingernails so different yeah so. that's funny that's funny mine is too very cool damn like, but it's a manly men we are deformed fingers um, the sun's been out here the last few days that's kind of nice um you what type of winter do you have over there oh just, um <laughs> It's been 70 the past couple of days. So. Oh, that's good. Um, I'm happy for you, buddy. <laughs> contemplating turning off the heat in the house, you know. Like, oh. I don't know. It's going to get down to 50s tonight. I don't know. Could be tough. Yeah, um, that's hilarious. <laughs> my cousin over in Montana, Joel, he was saying that they're negative 20s for high for a couple of days. <laughs> That's nasty. Oh, we're man. not we're not nearly as cold as that here, but it's still cold enough even, to I like make... this point in my life, I don't even know if I go outside. I'll just be like Yeah. I don't need anything out there that bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty nasty. Did you see oh speaking of that, you speak see that cold NFL game this last weekend, the Chiefs game? Uh no, I did not actually watch it. Uh, that was nasty to be playing in that in that weather. That is uh that's a next level. I don't think I've ever played in that in a sub zero. I played probably at you know ten, fifteen degrees, which is nasty to play in. But below yeah. zero, oof, that's a whole nother. You gotta just turn your brain off on some things. <laughs> Smash into another yeah. human at that at, with that level of cold is like wow. Yeah. It's kind of it's kind of fun actually. Yeah, I figured it's once a like I didn't watch the game because like there's no way you can come from Miami and be like oh. You, oh, you just knew it. <laughs> there's no I was way. really I was really cheering for Miami. I like their the trajectory of their season. I thought they were fun. I liked the coach. I liked a lot of their players. But yeah. When they lost, they, were, yeah. they they could have beat Buffalo at home to like 
change the trajectory of their their path, but they, they couldn't quite do it. And then they're I think they were fraudulent. They exposed themselves. Yeah. But they lost. Not a lot of good football this weekend, actually. A lot of, a lot as of far wolfens. as competitive games, yeah. Agreed. I had a blast watching because everybody that I wanted to win besides Miami won. Although, and I like, I actually do like the Chiefs, so I'm not that mad that the Chiefs won necessarily. But yeah, there wasn't really competitive games per se. Besides that, Lions game was awesome. That uh, was a fun game. Yeah, a lot of respect for Matthew Stafford. What a stud that guy is. Almost come and just rip Detroit's heart out. It was so close, but Detroit played really well. And, <laughs> and uh, the Rams have been playing a really high level of ball lately. I thought, I thought they were going to get Detroit, even though I want Detroit to win. You cheer for Detroit at all because they're in our division, or no? Uh, um, I yeah, I like Dan Campbell. I think I like kind of like the way they're going with their team, so that's fun. Uh, it is fun. five years ago. I'd have been like, no, they're trash, but they were right. trash. They didn't Me have Campbell. <laughs> yeah, so. I, 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 I've been similar. I like I like Jared Goff a lot. I like that whole thing they're building over there. It's really fun. Um, it's fun to watch like the uh, you know a city like Detroit. Have some, you know, fun. They're just perennial losers, or at least they feel that way. No, no, they, no, they have been. <laughs> <laughs> they have, they definitely. Have. It's so mm-hmm. funny. Like when I grew up as a Packer fan, they've been pretty good for the last twenty years or so. Um, but before that, they were just trash. Do you feel like a perpetual loser? You know, like my identity of where I'm from is trash and I'm a loser, right? Along with my national measuring stick, the Packers and you kind of think you're the only one. I know we've talked about this before on this show, but I was a while back, but then to learn through podcasts and other sports media that, you know, there's so many other areas of the country that feel the exact same way. Like the, like the, the Baltimore fans are like it's downtrodden, fan base that's a bunch of losers apparently philly feels that way all the time even though they've won recently <laughs> they're just perpetual like we're gonna screw yeah, but this have you been to those time. cities no i'm not never not even close actually <laughs> well baltimore um or philly like Go to those cities and you'll understand why they're always downtrodden. Oh, really? It's bad. And same with Detroit, man. Like, like, oh, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, there you go. Oh, just rip on those cities. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's really interesting, you know, as a sociologist and studying, like, you know, subcultures and whatnot you know i think that's like super interesting <clears throat> yeah like baltimore really, you, you don't want to go there 
And there's parts of Philly you really don't want to go there. Oh, um, for, for danger. Avenue remind me of, like, I mean, it's insane. Like, dudes cracked out on the street, and like mm-hmm. literally, just insane. Just Google it, <laughs> your mind will be blown. No. Really? Uh, you ever watched the movie The Wire? Nope, I don't watch shit like that. First time movie, it was a show, but it was a long. It was, I mean, it came out twenty years ago. The Wire was, was twenty years the ago. Drugs. Oh, yeah. you talking about you saying the movie, not the show? You said the show, the the show, The Wire. Oh, okay, yeah, I heard five it seasons. Very popular. Yeah, it followed the drug scene through Baltimore for five seasons. It was kind of fun. And then, yeah, I was also mm. listening to this other podcast from Baltimore. Um, they're trying to convince me that this guy didn't commit murder or not. I listened to it and I was like, that dude did it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, oh, we're trying to get him a new trial. I'm like, you don't need a new trial. That dude did it. He like <laughs> Um, so forget the name of it. But anyway, it's not a place you want to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Um I agree. I wouldn't want to be there. I mean, well, Cleveland. Cleveland's a little bit different, but like Pittsburgh, I wouldn't put Pittsburgh in that category. Okay. Seem, uh, just city-wise, at least anyway. Mm-hmm. Chicago's working on it. Yeah, I mean, it kind of like, it shows me that I've never really been, I, yeah, I've been to Florida a few times. Um, I guess a lot, but um, you know, I haven't been much further east. I've never really experienced the East Coast. Only like heard about it. Yeah, you spent quite a bit of time uh, on the East Coast, obviously. Yeah, I lived in Philly for three months. Oh, you did? Huh? Stationed in Norfolk for six years. Not that I was in Norfolk all the time, but ended up mm-hmm. in Baltimore several times because of it. Cause it's right there. Oh, okay. It's not right there, but I mean, it's, I had some friends from there. So I went up there, went up to Baltimore, DC and New York. Um, yeah. There's this guy, uh, Stavros Haldakis is a comedian Stavros. And he does mm-hmm. a character that is a Baltimore Colts fan. It's just the funniest, like downtrodden, like negative cat you could ever imagine. He's so funny. Just say, you know, they're saying the the stupidest things about the football team. Like, you know, pick pick the stupidest people of your fan base that you know don't know football or whatever that you get annoyed by. He's like that times ten. Just so funny. If you need something yeah. to do, look up Stavros. Stavros, Baltimore Ravens. Oh, that guy is hilarious. He says some wild stuff. <laughs> Just being a, a a pissy pants fan. Yeah. Yeah, that whole, uh, you know, what makes a, a place, you know, 
uh, like like self-esteem, like the general like self-esteem of an area, you know, is always an interesting thing. Yeah, it's really an interesting thought because I mean, I haven't actually spent too much time in Boston, but I spent time up in other parts of Massachusetts and Maine, and like, you know, people are different. Yeah, you know. Interesting. We'll, do, yeah. well let's, let's pull Minnesota versus the Packers, right? Like, would you say people in Minnesota are downtrodden more, or do you think it's more socioeconomic issues that maybe play into the football issues as well? It's a really good question. I always thought, um, you know, uh, Wisconsin in the rural parts have, I think, worse socioeconomic status and lower, deserve to have lower self-esteem, but for some reason it's, it's like the, uh, Minnesota people like just take on this, <laughs> even though like they're, I think they're a bit more, uh, above the poverty line, but they take on this like loser mentality. It's just strange. I don't know what mm-hmm. it is. I May mean, I recognize it because we did that for, you know, my first 15 years of being a fan. So I recognize that. But I don't know why, you know? Yeah. Maybe it's just a perception. I'm, I feel like being a fan of that, of that rivalry, I'm a little too close to really judge it, you know? But what do you think? Yeah. I don't know. I, like I asked it because I don't. Yeah. It's it's different, like fan base wise. Like I mean, they really hold on hope. Like you guys don't have any reason, <laughs> you know. Like Baltimore, like I get why you're holding on hope. Like I get it. Makes totals like even if you're downtrodden about it. Like there's, I get why they're holding on hope. But the Vikings, I don't even understand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, the Vikings aren't actually a bad team. They're just a quarterback away, really. But You still think they're only a quarterback away after this year? I do, yeah. 100%. I mean, for this year, this year's over. Next year can be totally different. Yeah, they have a lot of elements in play. I don't, I haven't studied that close, but just by watching a few games, um, yeah. Yeah, I think the NFC North is going to be a, a tough place to be. Hopefully, the Bears draft Caleb Williams and he's trash. And that'd be awesome. Can't wait. <laughs> I don't like that cat. That cat annoys me. Dumbass. Yeah. But it's funny because, you know, like the, the worst organizations are the ones that are drafting first. So they get these quarterbacks that are highly talented off the. College is tough, man. I mean, it's a really hard thing. Look at the, the cat from Carolina. What's his name? Um, Bryce Young. Bryce Young was supposed to be the Steph Curry, you know, and like he, who knows? He might be fine, but if you can't, if you don't have time to throw, you know, if you don't know where to throw to, if you don't have a running game to suck up some linebackers, you're 
It don't matter who you are. You can be Joe Montana. And you're not going to do nothing there. Yeah. I mean, look at Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Like Great point. Cleveland should have never got rid of him first off. But, like, right. he bounced around because not because he wasn't talented. Just like, oh, first round bust. Like, he... Right. Carries a weight of a, a, a price tag implication as well. Yeah. Which diminishes some after the first go, but first failure. He's an impressive story. I, he kind of annoys me as a player a little bit, but it's hard to argue with his success, you know. Yeah. He's going to get, hopefully, they lose by about 40 the next game, but never know. They surprised me. They're kind of like, I don't know how. It's possible to for the Buccaneers to barely beat Carolina by three field goals. That's all they put on the board is three field goals, and then they go against Philly and just wipe the floor with them. That is wild. Yeah. Speaking of like uh, social collapse, that's something I love to like understand is the Philly collapse. Holy, that is some. Devastation to go from almost winning the Super Bowl ten and one to just a precipitous decline to like just people scrubbing their social medias and stuff like that for <laughs> Philly. It's weird. Yeah, you have Fletcher Cox, you have Jason Kelsey, two strong you know veteran leaders, and he still can't endure us. Jalen Hurts, pretty stand up dude. You know, you'd think he could be a presence for leadership nothing could withstand yeah. i wonder if it, i wonder if it's matt patricia's gotta be part of the cancer he's a cancer ever he's went there's gotta be more than him though yeah i have no idea i haven't watched him close enough man i would love to know like this is social like because I, I took pride in that i played on some pretty good teams over the years and i've taken pride in being a part of success on the social level, you know, being a leader, captain. There's a lot of little things that go into like picking your boys up, turning pages, staying strong. It's a lot of little things that go into being on the plus side. All that much more interesting is when there's a vacuum of that and how that can decline when you have a bunch of talent, you know, that's very interesting just as well, you know. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, looks like they're rebuilding. Fire Nick Fire Sirianni. <laughs> oh, I don't think he's gonna last too much longer. I'm surprised he's lasted this long. You see that kept um uh, Dallas kept uh, Big Mike. Oh, they're keeping him? They just hung out. Yeah, they came out yesterday, so they're hanging on. Um, didn't see that one coming. Yeah. Although I think it's probably the most the more intelligent thing to do. 12 and 4, 12 and 4, 12 and 4. I mean, you want to talk about some fickle, you know, ownership to like try to do something better than that? I don't know. Uh, I'd be real tempted by Vrabel. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would, too. Like, uh, I don't know if I'd be too tempted by Belichick. Um, and that... And that... Uh, I could see how it'd be tempting for Belichick if he could get there. Sure. Um, there's a couple of other big-name coaches out there. Who else is free? Well, Harbaugh is said to, to likely be going to um, the Chargers. Yeah. Um, Pete Carroll wants to keep coaching. He can change uh, atmosphere. Yeah. Um, I wonder if Atlanta will go back to the uh, Seattle tree and go just go get Pete Carroll. Yeah, I mean, if you need a culture change, I think, I don't know what they need over there. I kind of like Arthur Smith. He's an impressive person. Yeah. Being the son of the FedEx owner, multi-billion dollar heir, just sitting there waiting for you, and you go and grind in the NFL. For peanuts until you finally like have success as a coach. That's impressive. That's impressive. Well, um, can you think of any natural topics for uh, next week that we can get into? We kind of just floated around this week for, I'm fine with that, obviously, but, um, Coaching. Let's coaching? Leadership. Yeah. yeah, let's do it. Okay. Yeah, I've had some good and bad coaches over the years. That sounds interesting. It's it's a really fun thing to watch and study, that's for sure. Yeah. Particularly leadership and leadership of men and just how to galvanize a team to get work done. Whether it's a football team or FedEx. Right, right. All right, that sounds interesting. Um, what Before we turn a page, can you name any of uh, two of your favorite leaders of people that you can, can think of? Um, do they have to be alive? No, no, no. Uh, I've always been fascinated by uh, Teddy Roosevelt. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, and uh, George Washington. Um, if I'm picking dead ones, alive ones, um, I don't know. I have to think about it. Yeah, my those are good ones. My uh, dead one for sure is Winston Churchill. I think that guy was a Incredible leader. Um, and alive? Shoot, I don't know. Yeah, it's a good question. But yeah, we'll think about that for next week, maybe, huh? Yeah, sounds good. All right, I'm going to try to get a little workout in before I go out into this cold the rest of the day. <laughs> yeah, warm up. Yeah, all right, buddy. Well, that's been Men in the Ring. Like, subscribe. Uh, share please and uh thanks man yep thank you have a good one we'll see you see you